0: What's going on Red Sox Nation? We are past the all-star break and welcome to this episode of the Red Sox Rundown. Isaac. Yes. Not (laughs) ideal.
1: It's not. (laughs) The Red Sox just lost two out of three to Oakland and... As far as overreactions come, it is a terrible series, and it's not good. But it's also not the worst. Uh, they did win two out of three versus Chicago. Besides the second game, I thought they played really well. We can discuss uh, that first if you want. So game one was Kyle Hendricks versus Brian Baio. First Was it the first inning or second inning? I think Rafi hits a solo shot. It was a second inning. He hits a solo shot and then Duvall hits one, two batters later. So two homers, great start off the bat. It was just a lot of home runs that game. Really great game overall. Bayo just allowed that one home run at Bellinger. But other than that, you hit home runs, you pitched a solid game. Nothing to complain about there. Uh, What do you think of game one?
0: Yeah, I did not think it was one of Bayo's better games. I think he struggled to keep his pitch count down early, and then that kept him from going into the seventh, He, which is something that he'd done so many times. Um, overall, though, I mean, not going to complain. He gave you how many good starts in a row, and that was another good start. It was not his best start, though. Um, Taylor Scott was bad. Koss is homered. You Chang homered. Devers, Turner homered. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everyone homered. I mean, it, it was just an incredible series in terms of the Red Sox bats. Incredible game in terms of the Red Sox bats. And everyone they scored, I think, was on a homer.
1: Yeah, they had, I think, a total of six home runs, and Yoshida kept his multi-hit streak alive, which did end the next day, but it was still a very impressive streak. Yep. It was the highest since, I think, Ted Williams for the Red Sox. Yep. Which is insane considering it's Ted Williams.
0: Is the highest or the highest by a rookie?
1: Yeah, it's one of those. Nonetheless, it's a great uh, list to be on.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, any list when it's you and Ted Williams, I mean, that's going to be pretty impressive.
1: So, after that game, Taylor Scott gets DFA'd. And no,
0: that was after that was after Sunday.
1: That was okay. My bad. Um, that was his last pitching performance for the Red Sox, thankfully. No, <laughs> Sunday was his last pitching performance. That was <laughs> Faria, I thought.
0: Oh, that was Faria?
1: Yeah, I, I thought they DFA'd him for Faria. And oh,
0: you're right. You're today. right. Either way, they're the same guy. It doesn't matter.
1: I don't know. I thought Faria looked worse, but we'll go into that. So, Saturday... Strowman versus Paxton, not a good game at all. Um, James Paxton. No, but <laughs> look, look, this is James Paxton. He's one of the best pitchers
0: in baseball this season, but it's not always going to be great for him. He had seven or so incredible starts, and then he had one really bad start, real shit start, can't get out of the third. And you know what? Who cares? Taylor Scott comes in, makes it even worse. <laughs> and we lost the fucking game there. Um, I don't mind losing one game like that when your best pitchers have a night off Um, after so many great starts in a row. If they start having three, four bad starts in a row or a subpar starts in a row, that's when you'll hear me complain. But I'm not going to complain after one bad start from an ace pitcher like Paxton.
1: Yeah, Paxton's only had two bad starts this season, which was this one and the one against the Angels. But he's been awesome besides that. That game, the Cubs had a six-run inning in the third. I think Paxton walked uh, the seventh hitter, then he hit he hit the eighth hitter, and then walked the ninth hitter. When you do that, you're just not going to win baseball games, especially considering the Cubs seven eight nine is full of AAA players. And then the error with Devers or Wong, whatever, it's just a domino effect. You do that, you're, they're they're going to pay you for it. Bellinger hit a grand slam, and my God, he killed us that series.
0: Challenger, <laughs> I picked him I picked him
1: Hey, he he rose his tra- he, he rose his price, so the Yankees Don't trade for him, hopefully <laughs> Win-win situation But, yeah, the Red Sox Would go on to lose, I think, 10-4 Yeah So, offense, you know Eh, alright game, pitching, defense, terrible So, game three My, um, I think my series MVP is Cutter Crawford He He pitched amazing Six innings. Well, no, I think he allowed no,
0: no. no, the series MVP is Casas.
1: Uh, he did have three home runs. Right. Okay. Right. Game three. Justin Steele versus Cutter Crawford. Justin Steele, another really good pitcher. I and we f- shelled him. I think that was his worst start of the season, if I remember looking at his game I think his-
0: so. I mean, we totally
1: shelled him. He's not gonna like fool you, but he's a he knows how to paint he has a bunch of great off speed.
0: I mean his cutter, its it, it it's called a fastball, but it's a cutter. It, it's a damn it, it's one of the better cutters in baseball.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, the first inning, Devers hits I keep forgetting. First or second inning, Devers hits I think an o2 or a 1-2 slider. It was a like a, an amazing pitch, too. Devers just hits it out cuz that's Devers. He <laughs> hits it out, it's one nothing. Crawford in the first couple There's of innings 0-
0: it was an 0-2 slider outside of the plate about a f- about two inches lower than one that he just swung and missed at the previous pitch. And he hit it to left center field. He took it the other way. And, oh, my God, like, this is the most incredible player I've ever fucking seen. <laughs> the <thing> okay, like... <laughs> it, it was a unicorn. It was a unicorn, but whatever.
1: It's still a, an extra base hit, though, but... Devers, I mean, he's finally got it going. Thank God for all disappointing season, or however you want to talk about it. He's at like a what, like a one hundred and twenty something WRC plus, which I'm sure is going to go up. But when Devers hits it like that, like the pitcher just has to tip his cap. It was not a bad pitch. It's a great pitch, actually. That's just what great hitters do. So after that, Crawford he gets into a jam in the first couple innings. I think but gets out of it. And then after that, the Red Sox tag steal with a grand slam from Yoshida with two outs. 2-0 pitch, fastball down the middle. Just cannot do that to Yoshida, especially since I think he's the best hitter in baseball versus fastballs this season.
0: In terms of batting average, yes.
1: And his run value is like plus 15 or 16 on fastballs, which is ridiculous. So that was pretty damn cool. He destroyed that. 6 something Red Sox, and after that, you know, the game's pretty much already over. So, that was a side of relief right there. Crawford goes on to ease six innings. Did he allow one hit or two hits? I think it was one hit. Cutter? Yeah. He was oh, better in the fourth, fifth, and sixth hit. inning. I know that.
0: One hit, nine Ks. That was impressive.
1: Yeah. Cutter's a... Cutter Cutter can
0: be a starter.
1: Oh, yeah, I agree, dude. I do think his ceilings – is more as, like, the Whitlock role. But you could say that for, like, any starting pitcher. Let's be real. But I do think he's, like, he can be a four or a five in the long run.
0: Yeah. Um, I think I think you want, at the end of the day, Whitlock, Hauk, and Cutter to all be relievers. <laughs> yeah. But we don't have the personnel for that. Say, now you sign Yamamoto. You trade for a starter. And you have Bayo, Paxton, Yamamoto, the trade guy, and sale, then you're set up really well. But we don't have that. We're not going to do that. I don't trust. I don't, yeah, think yeah. That, I don't think this FO has any interest in that. I don't, honestly, I don't think this FO has any interest in going over 130 million on Yamamoto when we could be giving him 200 million, and I'd be fine with it. I'd be fine giving him 250 million. Fuck that.
1: I, I can go to sleep dreaming about that pitching staff, but we all know with roster flexibility, the payroll, it's not going to happen. But if you can have someone like Cutter as your fifth starter, we're talking business because you have Bayo, like you said, you sign or trade for someone, then you you know keep Paxton and sale. Your rotation is awesome. I mean, that right there is what gets you to the playoffs, the five-man consistent rotation. There are going to be injuries, but you have the depth where Cutter, How? Whitlock, they can all do starts. And then with the farm getting better and better, hopefully we we have some AAA guys who can come up once or twice, like five innings, three runs, like Murphy or Walter, for example. And I'll go into them. I have been, by by the
0: way, have been very impressed by both of them.
1: Chris Murphy, yeah. Chris Murphy has been really impressive.
0: (laughs) Chris Murphy might be, outside of Bernardino, the biggest surprise of the Red Sox season. Yeah. I mean, like even more surprising than Kike being as bad as he is, is Chris Murphy being a very damn good MLB reliever.
1: I mean, I I don't know what fixed him because like.
0: He just started throwing harder out of the bullpen. I I, I don't get it.
1: I was never a fan of him. I I mean, I I didn't look into his data or, you know, be specific, but I'm looking at his stats like, are you like a five? And then his
0: fastball is super flat. That that's that's the good thing.
1: His curveball is amazing.
0: I think and by cool. flat, and, and by flat, I mean it's um the approach angle is very flat. It's it's like a very low fours VAA, which is really good. Yeah, and yet he has a four-pitch mix from the left side. And when his fastball is 94 miles an hour, I tell you what, <laughs> that's a lot better than when it's 92. And I honestly liked his changeup more than I liked his curveball.
1: Um, I, I mean, he, he had got the best. S- he had he the best s- command of
0: it, but gone. his curveball is a good pitch. But before this season, I liked his changeup before his cur- more than his curveball, and now I think they're both good pitches.
1: In Triple A this season, he struggled as a starter, and then. In- I, I don't they, know like, what exactly him to the, happened. they moved
0: yeah. into the bullpen and he suddenly added two miles an hour.
1: I don't know if it was like a mechanical tweak or whatever, but he, he's been great in the majors. When he has command, he's like pretty much unhittable. He's just striking out a lot of guys. I, I
0: don't like I don't get it, but <laughs> here we are. Chris Murphy, four-pitch mix, left you with a four-pitch
1: mix. He does get slider. erratic at times, but that, that's normal for state. A, a rookie MLB debut guy. But slider, when he has command, he looks state. great.
0: He, he doesn't really need the slider that much. The curveball and changeup will
1: do. Yeah. So going on back to game three, uh, Casas hits a pinch hit home run against the Cubs' best reliever. He destroyed all three home runs, I think. Well, the... Then the last two home runs were just destroyed. 112 he hit, off the bat.
0: You didn't hit it off of Tucker Barnhart.
1: No, it was a. Oh. <laughs> You're right. One, two, three inning. <laughs> no, not one, two, three. You oh, yeah, Yoshida got a single. You're right. Scoreless inning. My bad. But your series MVP is Casas?
0: My series MVP is Casas. My series loser is, as always, Kike.
1: I think my series. I think I'm going to give it to Cutter. Um, he could have probably went down early in the game when he was like being erratic with command. And you know, if it's like a two nothing, three nothing Cubs lead, the whole game probably changes. You never know.
0: Well, it wouldn't have been because we we scored in the first inning.
1: Not I mean, against yeah. Stee- oh against Steele yeah Devers oh yeah it's bad, Devers
0: man. Devers homeward. I was like, didn't we manufacture a run? No 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 we we um we we hit a fucking home run.
1: Yeah. I'm gonna go to that Cutter. was
0: a series, that was a series of nukes for us.
1: Yeah, I love when the team just hits home runs. It's, it's fun. It's satisfying. <laughs> I mean Yoshida, Yoshida hit one. Yeah, I think six or seven different players homered. I'm not gonna count exactly who. Far
0: far cry from the series where nobody where nobody
1: hits a home run. Nobody hit a home run in Oakland. Oh no, Turner the
0: no, but we've had series where nobody hits one.
1: Yeah, that, that that's the worst. I hate that. Pull worst. the damn baseball.
0: Hold <laughs> the ball. Swing the bat.
1: So the Red Sox are up, like, I don't know, eight or nine runs, and then this might be the worst pitching performance I've probably Take ever ball, seen. Yeah. Take a Oh, bow. my God.
0: Take a bow. <laughs> uh. Didn't he, comes didn't he in. Even walk like the first four guys?
1: He threw like two strikes. I'm like, all right, get this clown out of here. I'm not trying to have Kenley come in, which he eventually did, which pissed me off, but it's like – He
0: eventually got uh, out of it. He eventually got out of it.
1: And he, he, he did get a lot of whiffs on his fastball, but my God. Who that's cares? The come in. Yeah, who, who the cares?
0: fuck cares? <laughs> get, the, get the fuck out of here on the first flight to Beijing. <laughs>
1: I think it was funny. Uh, I think I saw a Cotillo tweet or someone, some Red Sox beat writer. He's like, he went into the manager's office and got <laughs> let known he's getting replaced. I'm like, yeah, I was expected. <laughs> yeah, good. He He's my serious loser. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he, he could go to hell. <laughs>
0: He has got a, he's got a spot with he's got a spot with Brazier, Ort, Taylor Scott, Salamura, Darwin's in Hernandez, Hansel Robles and company. <laughs> he's got a spot just next to them. At least Michael Feliz didn't give up didn't give up that many runs when he was in when he was the garbage pitcher.
1: Yeah, for sure. So that's the cup series. He's, dude,
0: this guy, Jake Faria, was the must have like, you're going to ask me about him, and I'm going to remember, like, in 20 years, I'm going to think of him as a member of the 2020 Red Sox.
1: The only two things I remember about him Actually, was... Actually,
0: I hopefully don't ever have to think about him in 20
1: years. The only thing I remember him, like, off my mind, was uh, Bogarts' grand slam against him in 2018. I remember watching that bat live, and Bogarts just... I have no
0: a... recollection of Jake Faria from that.
1: Bogarts hit, like, a 450-foot shot grand slam Are in 2018. Gonna...
0: <laughs> fuck do you give up a 450 foot home run to xander bogart that's like like giving up a 600 foot home run to stanton (laughs) do
1: you want to move on to the a series sadly
0: faria's career era (laughs) is 487 and that and that includes playing a lot of his time with tampa and arizona like how is that possible
1: yeah, yeah, I mean, you're and just okay, if
0: you ex If you exclude his first season in the majors, 2017, his career ERA is 593. Like, get ready to... F- like, why haven't you learned Chinese yet?
1: Him and Maddie and Dries were on the Rays and Diamondbacks, and when you suck on those teams, I don't ever want to see you play for my favorite team.
0: <laughs> I don't ever want to see you, period. The only place I, the only place I want to see you is Tijuana, at the, like where Brendan Bernardino was last year.
1: Do <laughs> you want to move on to the athletic series?
0: I mean, I don't, but we probably should.
1: All right. Game one, the only good game of the series. Paul Blackburn versus Brendan Bernardino to open. Paul Blackburn fucking blows. Yeah, I saw some Red Sox fans say we should trade for him. I'm like, please, no. He's another Cole Irvin, but righty. He sucks. <laughs> He's terrible.
0: If we're gonna trade, if we're gonna trade for like a mediocre pitcher, let it be Lorenzen or Michaelis. Yeah. Okay, those two guys are on completely different tiers, but Michaelis is a solid contact manager with a big contract, but. Will get prospects or they'll eat the money. Lorenzen's obviously better than that. And I'd I, a would rental. Be, I would be a fan of trading like a will you're a brayu for Lorenzen. Yeah, I would do that. Will you so say will you're a or Moscata? And I don't know.
1: We, we, can, we can make mock Taylor trades Broadway. later if we want.
0: <laughs> and, and play Taylor Broadway for Michael Lorenzen and a minor league lottery ticket.
1: That game, Bernardino goes – he allows a single to, I think, Noda or whatever in the first inning, but he goes two scoreless innings. He's been, like Sam said, our, I think – I think as well, our biggest surprise. I mean, he's been great this season, and he's under control. What a pickup from the front office for sure. He's been our best lefty by far.
0: I I mean, not only just our best lefty, he's been one of the best lefties in baseball. Really? His ERA is
1: 227. And and there's just like, nothing wows you about him. He just throws strikes, doesn't walk, guys. That's all you need. Let Lefties, I think, have like, four hits against them and like two or three of those are like little bloopers. (laughs)
0: If you go look at American league rookie pitchers with as many innings, how many do you think have a lower ERA?
1: One.
0: Do you know the answer? There's three American league rookie pitchers. There's two, two. Can you name them? All right, yeah, Bernardino. Bernardino is third. Um, I feel like not, he's a bat- not just lefties. This includes righties. Cano, yep, Cano. He's number one, one fifty-eight. Is this someone on yeah. the Royals? You're not going to get this one. I'm not. Is this someone on the Royals? Tigers. Oh, okay. Tyler Holton. <laughs> He has a one eighty one ERA in forty nine point two innings. Holy crap! And that's a and that's in a multi inning role.
1: You know, you know the Tigers are just gonna trade him away for some shit in like a year or two. No,
0: they're 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 well, he's gonna be shit in a year or two. <laughs> I don't trust the Tigers Dev to keep him good. I mean, what the fuck happened to like the guys that were good a couple of years? Like Matt Boyd, what the fuck happened to him?
1: Michael Fulmer, Rookie of the Year.
0: <laughs> is Alex Lang still good?
1: He's had a good season, but not like no. His ERA
0: is over. his ERA is over four.
1: Yeah he he's gotten like he's got he's gotten show like two or three outings where he he's allowed like four or five runs.
0: Is Bo Briesque still good?
1: I've heard that name like twice in my life. I don't know.
0: (laughs) He had a sick year last year.
1: Um,
0: he had a he had a okay. He didn't have a sick year last year. I could have sworn he had a sick year last year, but he didn't. Um, his ERA is over seven. Oh, he's he's pitched two innings. That's different. Maybe I'm getting confused with Brock Burke from the Rangers. Who, by the way, is really good. Yeah. um, He's probably a top 30 reliever in baseball, Brockberg. I would probably agree. I mean, the guy has, what, 223 ERA over the last few years? Anyway, let's get back to the fact that Chris Martin is the greatest pitcher in the history of the sport behind bullpen Vetta,
1: We're going to get to bullpen Vetta. <laughs> so this game... The offense doesn't hit any home runs, but they get a lot of timely singles, and Connor Wong broke the game out with, was it a two-run double or a bases-clear double? double. All right. I think it was a two-run double. He broke the game out. He Uh, had the RBI, didn't he? Yeah. Nick Pavetta, he comes in, and this is the most dominant Like relief appearance, I might have ever seen from the Red Sox. Oh my God. I was in heaven.
0: I genuinely (sighs) think that was the greatest relief performance
1: I've ever seen from from anyone. He went six innings. He struck out like what?
0: 14, 15? 13 batters.
1: He allowed two walks, no hits. <laughs> I mean, he threw, wow.
0: He threw five fastballs with 23 inches of induced vertical break.
1: Is this the Rays we're talking about when they said they saw, like, a Tyler Glasnow and Nick Pivetta?
0: <laughs> he, he threw... So many pitches. His fastballs were he threw like he only threw six fastballs below 20 inches of induced vertical break. He had five of them at 23 inches of induced vertical break. 23
1: that is insane.
0: He threw a pitch 95 miles an hour with 23 inches of IVD, and I'm just gonna watch that pitch until I die. <laughs> and I'm going to send it to Jake. Um not my brother. Like you you know the Jake I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm going to send it to him and he's going to send it back to me cuz it is the greatest pitch in the history of baseball. <laughs> it was his 13th strikeout when he got Nick Allen in the bottom of the 8th.
1: I, like, I need a recording yeah. of that single pitch. Just have it on my camera roll forever. I'll send it to you. <laughs> Please.
0: And by the way, can we talk about who
1: the fuck half these dudes are on the A's? We will get into that. Um, I want to discuss what do the Red Sox do with Pavetta? Because his arbitration is set for this offseason. You got trade him. Trade?
0: You gotta trade him.
1: I don't know about that. If you, if you can get this Pavetta for next year at around like $5.5 With well, His arbitration, if he pitches like this for the rest of the season, he'll matter I he'll mean, like yeah, 6 if he goes six
0: innings striking out 13 guys, yeah, I mean, I want that dude in my rotation.
1: Tr- trade him to an NL team. I don't want him on the Orioles or the Rays, please. No. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Like, give him the Reds. Hey, I mean, they're they stacked farms system something. Maybe they'll give us, I don't know, a random guy who turns out to be the next Jordan. I'm more than fine with that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, any team could give us a random guy that turns into the next Jordan. Well, not open, but and also probably not the White Sox.
1: I don't mind training him at high value, but if he's going to be like this for for the rest of the season, you you have to keep him because he's now comfortable. What do you mean no? You don't have to keep
0: him. (laughs) You have to keep him. If you if you handle this off season right, you have three you have two or three multi-inning relievers, then you
1: don't need Pavetta. He he's just really fun to root for when he's good.
0: And he's really shit to root for when he's bad.
1: Yeah. But I mean, the I Philly feel like sh-
0: you're un- I feel like you're under I feel like you're forgetting how bad, how like, like how how much we looked forward to every day that wasn't his. In the worst times for our rotation,
1: he he. I, I thought he was solid in 2021. In 2022, he had like that six week like insane insane run. But besides that, I'm besides like I want to I want to kill myself done. watching this guy pitch. <laughs> I know.
0: think Cavetta uh, has to be traded
1: this off season.
0: I don't care if it's at high value at low value, trade him. We don't because if this off season is handled right, he is excess goods. In, if last offseason was handled right, he would be excess goods. Yeah. I think Nick Favetta has overstayed his welcome on this team. Now, I'm fine having him because of the fact that I think what this front office has done in the pitching department is inadequate. But at this, if Nick Favetta is a Red Sox at this point next year, and it's not like, and he's not like a two ERA reliever. I I'm not going to be happy. The Red Sox want to keep him. They have to fully buy into him. They, they like they have to be right. They have to be right about him being an elite reliever if they want to keep him. And I don't think he's going to sustain this.
1: Well, I what I don't understand is. How, how do you get pulled from the rotation and you go every five or six days for like four or five innings and then all of a sudden your stuff just gets like a billion times better and your command gets a billion times better? I don't know what happened there. So same like, deal with Murphy. We're, we're just going to be the greatest team of all time with long relievers.
0: <laughs> no, it, it's it's absurd. This team...
1: It's a great problem, but like you have to only keep like three or four of them i
0: mean at the end of the day we could just have a rotation full of openers and just a long reliever for
1: every game <laughs> but yeah i mean what what a flawless performance from nikki pavetta That's... no hits too what no hits yeah i think i think the a's only got one or two hits all game
0: Okay. and then jakes jakes was the was the guy in the ninth
1: was it him? I think so. Because he 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 was the opener the following game. I don't think it was. I think it was oh, Martin. Was it Martin? Because he had he hadn't pitched in like a weekend or something, so they had to use him. Yeah, Martin struck out the side and allowed like Martin. He, Martin, that's right. You walk someone, and then he I, he was like Shh. he was pissed. He when he walked someone, I would be too. When you you don't ever walk someone, you walk someone on the A's. I'd be pissed too. But he struck out the side. The Red yeah, Sox then, won
0: 7-0. Yeah, and then Jake struggled um, in the second inning the next day.
1: Yeah, so game two, this is where it's not going to be fun because of this game and the next game. Uh, the Red Sox bats, uh, they slept like a baby like I always want to these days. They had zero fucking runs. Luis Medina was good, but they could have scored.
0: Yeah, <laughs> they should have scored. They could have scored, but you know what? One game its not going to bother me.
1: Yeah, um, it's just that three-run inning, that literally was the entire game.
0: Yeah, that that was
1: the unfortunate thing,
0: because honestly, outside of that one inning for Jakes, outside of like those three pitches, honestly, for Jakes, everyone pitched really well.
1: And I, even after that, I still like Jakes. He had a 2.1 2.15th entering the game in the majors, and he got that save in a one-run win against the Blue Jays, against our top of the order. So I don't think he's. I like like him better than Blyer. Oh fuck Blyer! I don't want him. (laughs) I don't want to see Blyer ever. I mean, I I I wouldn't DFA Jake's. I I I think he does provide value. I I think you keep Jake's. He's a good call-up guy or like emergency reliever who who could end up getting a shot in the future if he performs, which he has, other than that game.
0: Outside of that game. His his fifth, as you mentioned, is 2.1. And since the Toronto game, outside of that last game, his ERA is three. It's just that when he it's just that when he blows up, he blows up bad.
1: And you can say that for a lot of relievers because that's just what they are.
0: (laughs) Exactly.
1: The one other thing
0: like 70 75% of the time, you're gonna get a real good look. He has three bad games out of eleven,
1: which is a typical solid reliever outing. <laughs> if you have eight out of ten game good games as a reliever, you're you're going to be in the majors. Exactly. All right, seven out of eleven, fine. If you're including that Rockies one where Casas made that error, no,
0: I'm no. um, including the Yankees one.
1: The Yankees. What happened? I, I don't remember.
0: Um, He allowed three runs, but only one was earned. Oh, okay. Actually, the no. Only... no. Actually, no on, he two and walked none in two innings. That's fine. But I shouldn't include the game where he only threw five pitches. So seven out of ten good outings.
1: Yeah, which is fine for your call-up emergency lefty reliever type bullpen arm. That's really good. The only other thing, thing I want to mention in that game, um, Fujinami, who's... Nasty. Fucking, he's a fucking Oreo, and I don't like that. He,
0: or- The Orioles are not only going to win this division. The Orioles are going to win the American League.
1: And hopefully they get spanked by Atlanta.
0: Atlanta <laughs> is going to... They're
1: going to at- win the World Series. Atlanta... <laughs> I think Atlanta might have
0: the most dominant postseason run in the history of the sport. I, I mean, because think...
1: when... <laughs> they're going to get feedback. I know. When Michael Harris bats ninth, it's just like, how do, how do, how do how Harris... someone even establish a lineup like that?
0: Michael Harris has been an unmitigated disaster this year in terms of what he was expected to do. He's still Has a 750 OPS. He has 12 stolen bases and nine home runs. He has 1.4 war.
1: Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) And it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, the
1: Atlanta Braves nine.
0: He is 11th on the team in war, and that's with Max Fried being injured. (laughs)
1: <laughs> so, that outing fujinami had like no command he tried to hit like two of our batters and we're like what is this guy doing but he gets he gets a uh he gets a us inning allows a single to cost us but that's it
0: he's like he he's like what they told us salomero would be
1: no but he's actually been like amazing since like, i know June. i know no and the that, oros are gonna fix awesome. him <laughs> fix him he's good I know he is good, but the Orioles are gonna make him like canoe. He's got like a one point three ERA the rest of the year. My,
0: my point is, they told him like Fujinami is like what they told us Sawamura would be. By the I way, I don't, I don't of... get, I don't get why there was so much optimism around Sawamura than so much negativity around Yoshida. Just like, I know <laughs> it was like they just it's like Sawamura like oh this guy's gonna save our bullpen. Pete Abraham was like, I love this guy. He's going to be really good. And then Pete (laughs) Abraham sees Yoshida taking batting practice on the first day of spring training. (laughs) never seen this before. (laughs) I mean, we all know why Yoshida got got hate. Are you sure you're a baseball player? You're a baseball reporter? Yeah, we know why he got hate. But there was so much negativity around him. It's because of
1: the Bogart situation and the AOL East rivals missing out on him. (laughs)
0: Yankees fans wanted him Blue Jays fans wanted him
1: I I finally seen Blue Jays fans admit that he's better than Uh, show. I
0: saw that the other day and I was like oh my god the world turned upside down
1: (laughs) alright game 3 my least my most depressing game in a while I've watched Okay, Bayo fine. Like I don't care. One bad start since since it was it like since his Angels debut star against Otani. Yep. And that, that's normal for every pitcher. Just bad timing. He, he had no command. That was also the like a sinker.
0: In, that was also like in fifty degree weather on Patriots Day at eleven a.m. with a yeah. rain delay.
1: I mean. He he just had no feel for his sinker and fastball. His changeup was great that game.
0: His changeup's always great. It's like a top five. It's like a top five changeup in baseball.
1: No, I think it is like I think it's like second or third because I've looked at like the lowest expected WOBA on any pitch, and his changeup's like sixth or seventh. And no, at, yeah,
0: it's one of the best pitches in baseball.
1: Yeah, um, he allowed a one-two uh sinker home run to, I think, Thomas, and then an 0-2 high fastball to Jakes Peterson.
0: I didn't get that, by the way.
1: It's just bad pitch sequencing, I guess.
0: And was, no, it wasn't even high fastball. He left it over the plate.
1: Yeah, it was upper middle. It wasn't even, like, high where that's where it's supposed to if, go.
0: If you throw your fastball in the zone, don't. Your fastball is not a pitch that should be in the strike zone. Your fastball should be above the strike zone if you have enough ride on it. Yeah. And Bayo doesn't get great ride, but he gets enough ride to the point where he should be able to put it over the strike zone. I I think the sinker is his best fastball.
1: It it absolutely is because that's what makes the changeup so good.
0: Yeah. It's the, like if you look at this guy, there is no pitcher in baseball. Like, it's Bayo and it's Luis Castillo. who are the only pitchers in baseball with the sinker and change up that mirror each other so beautifully.
1: I thought I thought Castillo throws a two seam.
0: Yes. But it, it, it runs like a changeup.
1: Yeah. Because his change kind
0: of his changeup has that same action.
1: Yeah, it was not a fun day for the Bayo fans. His ERA went from, like, low 3 to, like, 3.5, which is depressing. (laughs) His worst outing of the season just came against the worst team ever.
0: You know what? You know know what? I I remember what people said. Herman's perfect game didn't count because it was against the A's, which means Bayo's start doesn't count because it was against the A's. (laughs)
1: Justin Turner with the lone home run and the first inning against Wall the that Chuck. Gotcha, by the way, Honestly, gotcha. I'm more pissed about the offenses about the offense that game because they got gifted like four runs and they didn't do shit when it had that comeback.
0: I was on the train headed to the Mets game, so I couldn't watch, but I was following, and I think that was the most I was, I was. Like, turning into Frank Fleming on the seventh. <laughs> one. You saw what I was texting in the group chat. It was like, nothing's going to happen here. They're going to fuck up. They're going to fuck up. I was Frank... I, I was... I turned into Frank Fleming that series, and it was awful.
1: In the last three innings, after the A's made all that clown show errors, they got one base runner, and it was only a Connor on a walk. But... When it, they they gift you like three or four runs and it's a seven six game against the Oakland Athletics with three innings left, you like your chances to win with all the momentum, they,
0: and then it, you and just it, sit it, the it, bed. The problem that I had was he let Ref Snyder lead off. The oh my god, yeah. When that should have been Duran against the lefty against the righty, because what that then allowed them to do was bring in a lefty for. Devers, Verdugo, and
1: um Turner would have been hitting. Yoshida would have been hitting.
0: For Devers, Duvall, and Verdugo, which basically means okay, Duvall, you're the only you're the only hope. And Duvall did nothing. Obviously Duran didn't even do anything.
1: He had one at bat, which he flew out, but if Durant like if Duran gets on base with Turner and Yoshida there's like a 90% chance you're going to score.
0: Yeah, I don't blame Duran. I mean, he's been really good. If, if Cora pinch hits Duran there and he grounds out, so be it. But, like, still awful that they weren't able to get one run in the last <laughs> couple innings of that game. With, he- the of, with the amount of bullshit that the A's were pulling, I can't believe it, that we didn't win that game.
1: But even the thing is, Duran would have gotten an extra at bat in the ninth of two outs, and Restider got a hanging changeup right down the middle from Trevor May, and he hit it to the fucking opposite field on a blooper for an out. Any other good hitter in our team destroys that pitch.
0: Yep, I, and I I was disappointed. And by the way, Trevor May is a righty, right, correct? Yeah, he is. Yeah, Trevor May's a righty, which means. That would have been a second straight at bat against a righty for Duran, and And it was Duran and Casas, by the way, against a righty.
1: Yeah, which puts more pressure on them.
0: Because Casas was hitting nine. The fact that Duran came in, actually, Duran did hit in
1: the ninth. Yeah, he only came in for Kige, but I, I'd rather have Duran going for Brett Snyder and then. You, you, I don't know, you put Alfaro in for Kike in the ninth. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I know. But, like, look, the problem was Kike was in at shortstop, by the way, in that game, and I was like, we're playing with fire, but we have to do it. All right, let's move on. Because I don't want to talk about that shit game any longer.
1: So the Red Sox stand at 51-46. and I think they're... Two games or two and a half out of the wild card. They're two and a half. Good thing they're not in last place. (laughs) I said, Good thing they're not in last place. Yep. So, the upcoming series tomorrow, Kodai Singa goes to Fenway Park versus Cutter Crawford. I'm not confident about that game, to be honest. Saturday match.
0: Senga is a stud. Yeah. He's one of the best pitchers in baseball. Um, He's been proving it all year long with his awesome splitter and his, his fastball is really nice, too. I think Senga is going to shove, and I think we're going to lose. And I think Francisco Alvarez – <laughs> another big series he's been the Mets best hitter this year
1: yeah him and Tommy Pham but Tommy Pham got injured today and he's he has like a groin injury so he's not going to play
0: it's a shame he's not going to come back to Fenway for his standing ovation
1: <laughs> <laughs> Saturday uh, James Paxson versus Max Serzer and then Sunday is the greatest of all time Bernardino and Pavetta matchup versus Carlos Carrasco on Sunday night baseball
0: that, that that sounds like Bernie Sanders and his running mate.
1: <laughs> my prediction: I think That's they to take to two out of three.
0: That's going to be Brendan Bernardino on Sunday Night Baseball.
1: Yeah. Which Big moment for him.
0: He announces himself to the world with two scoreless innings to lower his ERA to two point one six.
1: Like I said, my prediction: I think they lose tomorrow and they win Saturday and Sunday. I think they're gonna crush Scherzer. I don't know why.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm not impressed by Scherzer right now, but Verlander.
1: He's been like, great lately.
0: Verlander was nasty. He went eight innings and like he was through like he was through six innings on sixty two pitches.
1: Yeah, Verlander's been really good lately. I think he has like a three point four right now.
0: Yeah, and and he started off really bad. Verlander, just, just off... no one's taking on that contract, but. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if... Because I don't think the season's over for the Mets, by the way.
1: They're seven games out of the wild card. In 2021, when they acquired Baez, they were like three. I I don't think they're going to make it.
0: I don't think they're going to, but they have enough talent.
1: All right.
0: By the way, if if they take... If they sweep us, then we're talking Mets in the playoffs.
1: I don't see them making it over Arizona or San Francisco or the Phillies or the Marlins.
0: I don't think it will happen, but I think one of those teams – I think there's a decent chance that one of those teams misses the playoffs. Actually, I think there's 100%. The Reds to- are
1: second, are the second team out, but they're with the Brewers. One, one of those teams will get in and the other one will not make it.
0: I think there's a good chance that, like, there, there's still like a 10, 12% chance the Mets make it, probably.
1: I mean, I, I think the Mets are better than the Cubs and Padres. No shit. Yeah.
0: But, like, I, I look at the Mets and I see a team that's super talented. And if Alonzo <laughs> and Lindor start hitting and Scherzer starts pitching, and, like, that's not a ton to ask, by the way. That's two all stars and a Hall of Famer.
1: Yeah, Mc- going. McNeil's been terrible.
0: Yeah, McNeil needs to get going. And then say just add a dude to add a dude to the de- if if they can get like to four games back by the deadline, I think and they make a move in some department. I think I could see the Mets in the playoffs. Now I'm not saying the Mets will make the playoffs, but I don't think it's over for them, and I think it's more likely than people think.
1: Yeah, I'm not counting them out. They've played good I'm baseball not, lately.
0: I'm totally counting out.
1: They did lose today to the White Sox, but they've played good baseball lately.
0: The Mets have been really good recently, I think.
1: Uh, What are your series predictions?
0: I think we lose two out of three.
1: you think we win Saturday and we lose Friday and Sunday?
0: Yeah, I just think that the Red Sox on Sunday night baseball at Fenway against the National League team is not going to go well.
1: Uh, Against a pitcher with a five ERA in Carrasco, they're going to go – they're going to score one run in six innings.
0: <laughs> score one run in six innings. And then fucking... Um, then fucking... Um, I don't know. Who, who's the random dude out of the bullpen?
1: Right now? I don't know.
0: Met, the Mets have... The Mets... Um, the Mets are going to bring in fucking... Oh, it's going to be out of Vino.
1: I, I hope they boo the shit out of them.
0: <laughs> I, I did last night.
1: <laughs> uh, great news! I do think we get John Schreiber back this series.
0: That's going to be awesome. Um, it's a shame that we won't need him.
1: He did pitch today, uh, in the minor leagues for the rehab. He's been fantastic.
0: All right, so I'm excited that Story's coming back. I'm yeah. devastated that Mussolini's coming back. Who's that? Mussolini.
1: Who's Mussolini?
0: Lucilini. Who is that? Corey Kluber.
1: Oh. <laughs> I, I, I I thought you were referring to like Mussolini as like some bad player. I just didn't know it was a Kluber like reference.
0: Oh no, it is a bad player.
1: <laughs> I haven't heard anything about him coming back soon, no?
0: He's on rehab.
1: Hopefully he stays there. Um oh, he
0: can only stay there for what, 20, 30 years.
1: There's an interesting thing. So the Red Sox have until uh, after Sunday to uh, know what to do with Pablo Reyes. It's obvious you bring him on the roster and you get rid of Kike, but it's not that easy as it sounds. I don't know what they're gonna do. My yeah. gut feeling, they're gonna they're gonna DFA Chang. I don't know why. I think they're gonna DFA Royal. Oh, I don't see so they gonna... they like. They like Kike and Arroyo as like clubhouse guys, but they've both they both of them have just been terrible this season.
0: I think they like Kike more than they like Arroyo. And I also think if you DFA Kike, you go over the tax. Is that right?
1: See, I, I've heard that, but I don't know if it's a true thing. Like I, I'm not into all that specifics.
0: I think I think they're gonna wait until after the trade deadline to get rid of Kike. And I think that they're gonna say, all right. Arroyo, we like you, but you suck. <laughs> here. Go to China, we'll give you a nice severance package like we did for Taylor Scott, but yours will be a little bit better because you were good for us for at one point in time. Taylor Scott was basically Mussolini. <laughs> um, and then they're going to say, all right, we now have two defensive shortstops and we're going to go Kike we're comfortable with you playing second base. We're comfortable with you playing center field. Those are your two positions now. You're not a shortstop anymore. And, and I, gone. And I think that's fine until the trade deadline. They're probably going to bring Story back at the trade deadline. Story's rehab probably takes what? A week and a half? <laughs>
1: I've heard that, or two weeks. It just depends how comfortable he is at shortstop.
0: Which, by the way, means he'll be back at the trade deadline.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: So I think they will DFA Arroyo, and I think they'll DFA Kike, and I think that Shang will also be DFA'd. But I don't know who's going to come up for him.
1: I mean, you have Story.
0: I think it was. Yeah, Reyes. I think they're going to bring up Valdez for Shane
1: as a bench as a bench bat. Yeah, I, I think that's the best move. Valdez has been raking in Triple A since he got down.
0: Or or, and I think they're, actually, Bob, no, they're, they're, not, they're Bobby. We're going to say thing.
1: They're not going to do him. See,
0: they're, I, they're not, not going to bring back. They're not gonna bring back big
1: sexy29. <laughs> I don't think they DFA Kike because of Justin Turner and Kenley. That's just my thing.
0: Oh come on. You're 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 overthinking that.
1: I mean <sighs> I think they'll keep Kike for another two weeks. It's not gonna be an easy thing when they DFA him for the clubhouse. That's all I'm saying.
0: But who cares? If you get story back. I think the I think the clubhouse will be uh, <laughs> we don't have standard Bogarts this year to poo-poo on everything.
1: You're right, we don't.
0: Nobody's gonna poo-poo on it because everyone knows how shit he's been this year. Kike will probably be the first one to tell you because he's that kind of guy. Kike's a good guy. Like I think there's a reason why he's stuck around the league. Even when he's not that good, yeah, there's a reason he's still on his team.
1: <sighs> I he wanted... I think he's gonna
0: be solid, solid pickup for like Kansas City or something.
1: I have a feeling he's gonna go to like a contending team as a bench player,
0: Baltimore.
1: That that needs outfielders. He he's a great defensive outfielder. I'm not going to question him for that. So I think that's his value right now for a contending team that needs outfielders.
0: Wanted into the JBJ.
1: I could see Miami. I could see San Francisco.
0: PK would love Miami.
1: Oh my god! Imagine if he ends up on the Dodgers.
0: PK is Puerto Rican. He would be the greatest Miami Marlin of all time. But If if TK were to go to the Marlins, I feel like he would just like instantly start hitting 350 with like seven bombs in his first month and a half. Probably. And like, I wouldn't be mad.
1: No, I don't care.
0: I'd be pretty fucking pissed. (laughs) All right, let's talk trade deadline.
1: Yeah, do you want to talk that uh, or the the farm system?
0: I want the Red Sox to trade for Michael Lorenzen or Eduardo Rodriguez.
1: I want the Red Sox to trade for a starter that is not Rich Hill. <laughs> Red
0: Sox trade for Rich Hill. I'm not watching another game.
1: The worst part is I, I I could see it happening because they're like, oh, we just need one spot starter for like three starts. Oh, okay, let's get Rich Hill. Let's, let's throw him <laughs> against Atlanta, who's, who's going to allow five home runs in three innings. <laughs> Rich Hill
0: pitches against – Atlanta, I think that's the equivalent of batting practice. (laughs) I was talking with my friend who's a Pirates fan, and he's like, you know what? I think Ben Charington needs to go because he signed Rich Hill. (laughs) A little bit of paraphrasing there, but that was basically the gist of it. It's like he doesn't trust Charington to make the moves to make them a competitor because, like, it's been, like, this last offseason, they should have started doing that, and they signed fucking Rich Hill and Vince Velasquez. They also just don't have a superstar bat, but whatever. They'll, they'll tell you Brian Reynolds is a superstar as long as you'll be able to listen, and you won't listen because it's bullshit, and yada, yada, yada. Remember when they tried to trade for fucking Marcelo Meyer and, like, Sidon Rafaela with, <laughs> with Reynolds? Yeah. That was hilarious. Speaking of Sedan, he's been really good and end up in AAA. That guy is gonna get a... I mean, if Duval is moved, he's the he's the logical replacement.
1: I think it's too early to call him up just because of his bad and his issues, but getting walks or whatever.
0: Honestly, I don't want to talk about him not walking because he'll never walk. He's never a guy that's gonna. Walk. Yeah. Like you can, like you can. You can like fucking make him do push-ups after every time he swings at a pitch out of the zone. He's never gonna walk. He's (laughs) gonna keep doing it. Sedan Rafaela will never not chase, and that's not a bad thing. Sure, his contact quality on pitches out of the zone is fine, but it's it's not terrible.
1: Yeah, he's gonna get like a few bloopers that in there.
0: He's really good at that. Like he's he's a guy that's gonna. He's a thirty
1: doubles guy. His floor is just stupid. Is really really high. That's what I like about him.
0: He's a thirty doubles guy with his speed. I mean, I think he's a top fifty prospect in baseball.
1: With with his floor out, I, I agree for sure. And his bat is getting better. His contact and power skills are getting better. He's he's only twenty two. That's what some people do not like. No, he's only twenty two years old.
0: Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. It's just he rid- he rose so fast that it felt like he was older, because uh, like if he rose so fast, but he was like the first big riser last year, so it feels like he's been a thing for a while. And by the way, I think the Red Sox have four top fifty prospects:
1: Meyer, Blaze, Anthony, and Rafaela.
0: Yeah, and then I think York is a borderline top one hundred prospect. I think, I think Ryan Fernandez is the best prospect in baseball history. <laughs> when will he get his chance? Why does Jake Faria keep getting his chance? Why does Taylor Scott get his chance and fucking Fernandez doesn't? Why isn't Theo Denlinger getting his? his, his, his but
1: if Fernandez isn't on the forty man. I don't think so, because I I know I read something where they have to do something about him because he is rule five eligible.
0: He was rule five eligible last year, and no one took him.
1: I think that's going to change.
0: Yeah, nobody. By the way, everyone's saying, "Oh, you're to protect paralysis." Nobody thinks paralysis is twenty one. cross is twenty years old. Nobody is taking him to spend his age 21 season on a major league roster. That's absurd when people say that. Absurd. <laughs> I think I it was the same thing with Kelman last year. People were like, oh, you got to protect <laughs> Kelman. fucking <you> don't. <laughs> Kelman just got promoted to double-A, and we're taking him – at the right speed, nobody's nobody's taking him to be on their major league roster for a full year. Noah Song gets that crappy little fucking um, exception because of the military thing, but like everyone else, like
1: shot yeah, him. Thad um, Ward has been awful.
0: Would you say has been awful?
1: Thad Ward.
0: Well, yeah, I mean,
1: that was I, expected.
0: I, I, I was never <laughs> big on him. People I know were big on him, but
1: I never was. I want to discuss my opinion on on the deadline for the Sox. So, given the fact they have the number, they have their number versus Toronto this season, and I I do believe if you get a full one through five rotation beginning on August 1st, depending on if they just place around 500 ball through the rest of the month or a game or two above 500, I, I think it's a must. Heim Bloom goes and gets out starting pitching. I would be incredibly disappointed if he does not. Give me anyone but Rich Hill. If, if I'll take right. Flaherty. I'll take Lorenzen. But ideally, I would love Eduardo Rodriguez or um what's his name?
0: What team?
1: I would love uh, Eduardo Rodriguez, Erod. Yeah, or? Montgomery.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. But outside of that, I look at. Outside of that, honestly, if the Red Sox play 500 ball up until the deadline and don't get pitching, I, I think Heim should be. I think Heim should be dis, um removed from his duties.
1: You you just can't stand Pat, and like I, I love this quote from Cora. Here he's- he he wants to win, and like I think we have a top lineup in the American League, and I think our bullpen is top five in the American League. Be established starting pitching. And let's just say Chris Sale comes back. I'm not going to depend on him. But if Chris Sale comes back, and he's healthy and he's great. You have him, Bayo, Paxton. the
0: third straight year where Chris Sale is our trade deadline. Actually. Yeah, that can't happen. <laughs> no, like shut the fuck up. I know that's not your fault, Haim. It's Dombrowski's fault. But like, come on.
1: Like Trevor's story, I understand. That is a huge, huge piece coming back.
0: That was also really bad luck in terms of the injury that he had last year.
1: From where? From who? Story. Well, I mean, when he got hurt, that's when the team was just losing every game.
0: Yeah, they started to lose after he got hurt. They were forty-four and thirty-one on July fourth.
1: I th- I thought he only missed like a week or two, and then he came back. Story. He got he got hurt twice. the 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 thing that ended his season was. The no the the two main injuries was the one in Tampa he got hit and then
0: he got he, hit in, he got hit in mid July didn't come back until late August
1: yeah but before that injury mid July we were still losing like a ton of games
0: we started losing like the series <laughs> like that series that he went down was a series that we started losing because we just won two out of three against the Yankees at Fenway. When we went to Tampa and Sale made his first start and we got swept
1: against Tampa. Oh, all right. Yeah. I hate Tampa. But I, I think this team is a lot better than 2022. Like you have an established bullpen.
0: I think <laughs> that the fully healthy 2023 Red Sox are better than the fully healthy 2022 Red Sox.
1: Yeah. I'm not going to deny that. And if we get starting pitching, now, I think we're I think we're better we're better than the than the Blue Jays.
0: We've also never seen the fully healthy versions of either of those two teams. The last time but the Red Sox in 2021 were fully healthy the entire year and it was a miracle. Like it was an unreal miracle how healthy the 2021 team was. And they made the ALCS. Yeah. I think if you're going to make an argument for Bloom that's your argument, that the one year where his team was healthy, they made the ALCS. But that's also the bad argument, that his team's only been healthy one year. That's that's partially his fault.
1: So Schreiber comes back in a couple of days. You get Sale back in, like, two weeks. You get Story back at the deadline. You get Reyes back soon. He's not a, he's not like a difference maker, but he's still better than what we have.
0: He's the difference maker. He, he was electric when he played. Yeah, for sure. Remember I was gonna buy a Pablo Reyes jersey. <laughs> Still considering it, by the way. If he comes back and it's a dinger in his first game, I'm buying a jersey.
1: But let's say they're they're like 55 and 50 or 56 and 49 at the deadline. You you have to buy because you're you're only gonna be like two or two and a half games out. You can definitely get over that hump if you buy. And the thing is, I view this probably I don't know how you view it. If the clubhouse feels like they're a good team, they can make the playoffs. I've heard that from Turner, Kenley. They think they're a really good team. Like, you you can't just stand pat or sell. That's going to bring down the clubhouse, and guys are not going to be happy. And free agents might see that and not want to come here. It might be a boomer mindset, but that's how I think.
0: If you sell, then Heimboom is writing his pink slip. I, I don't care. If you sell he's writing, like, that would be back-to-back years where you've angered the clubhouse at the trade deadline.
1: Yeah, you just can't do that when you're in charge of the Boston Red Sox, the third I, most valuable organization in Major League Baseball.
0: I don't care what the fuck John Henry says. I don't care <laughs> what the fuck, you know, because John Henry says nothing. I don't care what the fuck anyone in this organization says. Buy at the deadline. Actually, I care what the players say, because they're cause because they're the ones that actually go out there and do the playing. Buy yeah. a deadline, win some ball games. If you don't make the playoffs, you don't make the playoffs. It'll be good process.
1: And uh from Alex Corr's quote, I, I love this quote from him. I I mean, I don't think he was firing shots at anybody, but he said, We're in a good place. But at the end of the day, that place that we like to play is in October. It's not about how many prospects you have or where your farm system is. It might be one or 30th or whatever. The one that really counts is how many games you win in October and how many you play in October. That's what we're shooting for. And with the Red Sox, when they play in October, you, you don't want to face them. They're they're just a different breed in the playoffs.
0: And it's been that way. The Red Sox in the playoffs have been awesome. Fenway is the best crowd in baseball when the, when the Red Sox are good, and it's not even close.
1: Yeah, like when Kyle Schwarber hit that grand slam, like the the building was shaking.
0: <laughs> that was the that was like one of the best moments of my life.
1: So, it's an interesting situation. If the team just doesn't slump or lose a lot of games till the deadline, they need to buy. You're not like you're not going to trade your top prospect. You you can afford to lose a Brayu mm-hmm. Or uh, ERC. Like, you can afford to lose those guys.
0: No, and look, don't be afraid to trade Paralis. Don't be afraid to trade with Kelman. Don't be afraid to to trade York.
1: I think the only guys who are untouchable, like, the the two or three who I would not trade whatsoever, unless I'm, like, blown away, are Meyer, Blaze, Anthony. That's it. I would love to keep Rafaela, but if you can include him in a package for like an ace or a really good starting player, but
0: if we're gonna get an ace, if we're gonna get an, if we're if we want, like if we're gonna get like a Corbin Burns, I'd be. You have to trading.
1: include Blase or Anthony. I would <laughs> be
0: fine trading Meyer for Corbin Burns.
1: That is a hot take, and I agree with you. I'm not, I'm not be- super high on Meyer as others are.
0: I love him. I think he's a top 10, top 20 prospect in baseball. Like, be realistic here. You, we, this this is not a farm system that breeds aces off the ground like it's that. It's not. And Marcel is not helping this team in the major league level this year. Corbin Burns gives you a top five pitcher in baseball, probably something like that.
1: He's, he's been himself again for the past month.
0: Yeah. I mean, if we get Corbin Burns, that would be awesome. Dylan Cease, I would not trade Meyer.
1: No, I wouldn't. I think only for Burns.
0: Dylan I would trade Rafael. Aaron Nola, they're not going to move him, though. I wouldn't trade Meyer. Yeah, the
1: Phillies are in a wild card spot. And the Brewers are leading the NL Central, so I don't think they're going to sell.
0: They're not going to sell, but in the the offseason, I would trade for Burns.
1: See, I'm not so sure if we have like an untouchable prospect. I, don't, I I think Blaze and Anthony have the highest ceilings. I think they both have a higher ceiling than Meyer, in my opinion.
0: I don't think that there's a reason to say, no, you can't trade Blaze, you can't trade Anthony, you can't trade Meyer. Just don't trade two of them.
1: And it's hard because it's really hard to get that <laughs> luck again where we traded – we traded Moncada and Kobeck and kept the best player out of them two endeavors. It, it's hard; you just never know.
0: If you come back to me at this at the offseason and say, "All right, look, we can get Corbin Burns, but it's going to cost Meyer and Anthony," I'm probably saying, "Fine, go ahead, do it."
1: After, I would. I would like another player in return, though.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would probably say I'd. Ra- I would rather have blaze not like if we were only keeping one i probably wouldn't want it to be blaze
1: yeah know, i know you're higher on blaze than anyone i know
0: he's <laughs> probably have a bigger question mark right now in terms of the health so all right if if you come to me and say all right look we can trade for corbin burns but you have to trade meyer and blaze i'm saying fine do it like if you trade and extend Burns, and then you sign Yamamoto.
1: Oh my god! We're
0: going to <laughs> fucking World Series.
1: That then too, and bayo That's like that's the best top three, and Red Sox since I don't know what before we were born.
0: <laughs> since then, Pedro, Schilling, and Derek Well.
1: Yeah, yeah, then. <laughs> See, I, I don't disagree with you. It, it's just hard. You just you can't predict prospects, and it could you could look like A.J. Preller doing that, or you could look like a genius. It, you just never know. Look,
0: A.J. Perler's problem was that he traded, like, all of his top prospects.
1: But a bunch of trades he has done, he's lost them. It, it's a risky business. And I, I do think in the offseason, they need to make a trade or sign Yamamoto. Just do one at least.
0: For Austin Nola,
1: they traded Josh Naylor for Mike Clevenger.
0: That was actually a good trade at the time, and I'll, I'll stand by that.
1: It, it wasn't bad, but Josh Naylor is kind of a monster right now. Is he? Oh my god, he has like a thousand OPS in his last like fifty games. Really? He's he's been the Guardians' best hitter, and he's been amazing. Yeah,
0: Jose Ramirez is also kind of an ass.
1: He's been he's still been a leap of ass for his expectations. <laughs>
0: Speaking of ass, Tim Anderson is ass.
1: He, he's he's gonna go to the Astros and then have like a 125 diversity plus.
0: Anderson, <laughs> by the way, if story like can't hack it at all at shortstop, I would not be against buying low on Anderson this offseason.
1: I would buy low on Anderson right now. I've said that a couple times.
0: I don't know about right now. I don't think it fits. Him. I think
1: he. I think he needs a change of scenery. I don't think he's a bad player at all.
0: I wouldn't buy. I wouldn't buy low on him until the off because I think we have what we're trying to do at shortstop right now, with Story. If Story can't hack it at short, or if you just want to move him back to second and you're feel more comfortable with TA, go to the off and Say, all right, I'll give you Nathan Hickey and I'll give you. Chase, my draw. Can I have Tim Anderson? Yeah, because he's on a cost-controlled contract for the next two years after this. It's like six million a year. He's and he can be a, he can be three war. He can be four war. He was five war one time. I think
1: it was in twenty nineteen or twenty twenty one. I'm in twenty twenty one. Check. I think I do think twenty twenty one was his best season because I remember just seeing a bunch of highlights of him.
0: <laughs> the the, the walk off at the field of dreams.
1: I am checking right now.
0: He also kills the Yankees.
1: Yeah, you always love to see that. yeah, yeah he had a four point five war in twenty nineteen and a four point six war in twenty twenty one, and he had a he had a two point war in twenty twenty in sixty games. Look, 49 games actually. That's that's crazy.
0: I don't care even if you get if you get two war out of him and you trade Hickey and my draw, like the odds that Hickey and My Draw ever have a two-war major league season are not high. <laughs> like I love them, but like let's be realistic here. I know I, I, I sound like I shit on prospects a lot because I say. Like the odds of them ever being this good are very low, but like I still love their ceilings and I love what they could possibly be. Like I don't think Cavadas ever turns into. I don't think Cavadas will ever be an average hitter at the major league level, but like if he keeps hitting, you got to give him a chance.
1: Yeah, for sure, I agree.
0: Like I don't think that Brayu or Valdez will be a key contributor. I think they're both like good as bench bats, though. Like, and I, I still think. By the way, we've won that trade in terms of value, because we got higher upside.
1: All right, let's wrap this up. Any other thing you want to talk about with the farm? Or are you good?
0: Um, really liking how they're moving guys through the system right now. But free my dog, John Frank Salazar. Who? I had him ranked 29 on my preseason list. He's a corner infielder with great contact skills. And they, they had him in Salem last year and for some reason he's been in the complex league. Wow. Free my dog. Also, um Isaac Coffey, he's uh his is in the 80s, so
1: Ooh, that's gross. That's not good.
0: <laughs> I, I saw I saw a tweet that was like, "When are you going to give Isaac coffee his respect?" And Chris and um, Chris Hatfield quote tweeted and said, "Well, if his fastball if his fastball velocity started with a nine, I would be a lot higher on him."
1: <laughs> uh, Bonucci's been really good.
0: Bones is,
1: Bones is nasty. We talked about him last time. I Bones is nasty. Uh, paralysis was going to make his high A debut today, but it got rained out. Fuck right. Lamette? that has been kind Street. of mediocre.
0: Hunter's there too, by the way. Hunter's in Greenville.
1: Remind me who Hunter is again.
0: Hunter and old.
1: Oh, the Twitter account.
0: Yeah, he's the guy that posts all the all the prospect highlights.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think not like we have a guy named Hunter. I'm like, "Who?" <laughs> what else?
0: We have uh, By the way, you can't tell me that Chief MyDraft doesn't have a brother named Hunter.
1: <laughs> Hunter MyDraft. That makes a lot of sense.
0: That that just sounds right.
1: Uh we we have some guys in A-ball pitching really good. Um,
0: El Bastardo is getting a lot of hype right now. Who
1: else is? It starts with an M. His last name.
0: Dobbins, Blaylock, Rogers.
1: There, there's a guy. There's like an Hispanic, like kid who who's in oh, hype.
0: Oh, your Donny Monet. Yes. Yeah. Dude has mocks.
1: Yeah, he's he getting a lot of hype right now. It seems like all of our like our pitching like our good pitching prospects are like an A ball right now.
0: <laughs> Brian Mata sucks.
1: He'll be a reliever one day. Johan has not been good in triple A.
0: Mata's down two and a half miles an hour.
1: Yeah, that's not good. Uh, like I said, Johan's been eh ass in triple A.
0: Who's been ass? Johan. Droan. Duran, yeah. I, I was like, are you saying Duran?
1: No, my mistake.
0: I, I'm sure it's pronounced Duran or Drohan.
1: Uh Nick York's been on a slump for a little bit now. Meyer I think, he's, I think,
0: Nick, York, I think Nick York is good. I don't think he's a top one hundred prospects.
1: Yeah, he's like right outside.
0: I think I I, I think by the way. Pipeline updates around the trade deadline. So we're going to get a lot of Roman Anthony helium over these next few weeks.
1: Yeah. He's going to jump.
0: Cause I've got to look at uh, Ian Cundall tweeted out some of his numbers and oh my, that 90th percentile exit velocity is up over 104 in, um, in, in the full season.
1: Yeah. He's only 19.
0: Chase rates are low. Contact rates are high. He He's, He's awesome.
1: He's too good for high A. <laughs> They're he's just nice. walking him now.
0: He, he's fucking – he's doing the cheerio. He do, he's doing the Jackson choreo. What, what happened last year where he was, like, too young but still too good for the level?
1: I think he'll and start then, double A next season. Or, like, he'll play, like, five games in double A this season.
0: Yeah, but he'll, he'll do what Casas did in 2021 where he had four games of triple A.
1: Yeah uh, What else
0: Kossis, Remember Casas remember also got hurt last year
1: He did yeah That set him back for two months
0: Casas did the Olympics By the way the Olympics are kind of what, like Really got him back going He was kind of struggling Struggling in Portland Hmm
1: All right, I'm done. All right. Thank you for listening. Uh, go follow us on Twitter at Sox Rundown and comment anything you would like to discuss. Have a nice day. Thank you.